Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. I'd like to say hello to some friends. Hello to Penny in Louisville, Kentucky. Hello to Naphtali and Amalia. Hello to Xin Yen, and hello to Nathan and Amelia. I'd like to say happy belated birthday to Amalia, who celebrated her fourth birthday on October 16th. A happy belated birthday to Amelia, who just turned four on December 4th. And a happy belated birthday to Naphtali, who celebrated his seventh birthday on December 7th. I'd also like to say happy birthday to Henry, who lives in Rockton, Illinois, and who is turning five years old on December 16th. And a happy birthday to Marco, who is celebrating his ninth birthday on December 18th. Happy birthday to you all. Thank you to Penny, Naphtali and Amalia, Xinyan, Nathan and Amelia, Henry and Marco for your support. If you'd like to support us and get some of the perks, like shout-outs, birthday messages, and goodies in the mail, please visit our support page at sleeptightstories.org support. From now until Christmas, we are offering 40% off our Sleep Tight premium subscriptions. Thank you. This story is about a little girl who loves Santa Claus. She talks about Santa all the time with her family and anyone who will listen. One day, as she's taking an adventure, she decides to go and visit Santa. She buys a ticket and gets on a train, and off she goes. Will she make it to Santa's house? A Girl's Minecraft Adventure to Find Santa Once upon a time, there was a little girl who talked a great deal about Santa Claus. She talked to her father, her mother, her brother and sisters, until it was Santa Claus at the breakfast table, Santa Claus at dinner, and Santa Claus at supper. She made Santa's shape in her potatoes and created Santa's face in her rice. This little girl had been told that far away, somewhere near the North Pole, lived Santa Claus. She was sitting in the living room one night playing Minecraft, her character dressed like Santa, making a large house in the snow. This is Santa Claus's house she said to her parents. The big building covered with snow that I created? Why can't I go and see him? The little girl had worked hard at a grocery store and had saved some money. She took the money and went down to the train station, bought a ticket, and before her mother or father knew about it, was gone to see Santa Claus. She traveled a long, long time on the train, 
and after what felt like an eternity, reached the end of the railroad. She could go no farther on the train, for there was a great wide ocean. But villagers crossed the ocean on a ferry, and so must the little girl, or at least a part of it, in order to reach Santa Claus's land. There was a great ferry waiting in port soon to sail over the seas, and along with many villagers who went aboard the wooden ship, went the little girl. Soon out from the port went the ship, leaving far behind them the village. The ship sailed and sailed a long time, and finally land came in sight. They had reached an island lying somewhere far out in the ocean. Some of the villagers went ashore, and so did the little girl. But what a funny land it was. All the people were very small. The grown men were not taller than the little girl, and they rode little ponies that were not larger than dogs. Ocelots, dogs, cows, and sheep all roamed freely. Then the little girl asked, What place is this? Does Santa Claus live here? And they said, No, this is the land that lies east of the sun and west of the moon. You have not come too soon. Northward you must go to the land of ice and snow. And so one day the girl found a wooden ship that was going to sail to the North Land. And in this ship she went. The ship sailed and sailed a long time until it finally came to where the sea was all frozen over, to the land of icebergs and snowfields. The ship could go no farther. So what do you suppose the girl did then? She was in the land of the reindeer, and over the snowfields and mountains, she went in search of Santa Claus. One day, as she was traveling over the snowfields to find Santa Claus's house, she saw not far away what at first seemed to be a hill. But soon, she saw that it was not a hill, but a house covered with ice and snow. That must be Santa Claus's house, she said. Soon the girl was standing in front of a great building whose tower seemed to reach the sky. Up the shining icy steps she went and soon she was standing in front of the door. She saw no doorbell, and so she knocked on the door. No one answered, and then louder, she knocked again. Still no one answered. She began to feel anxious. Perhaps this was the house of a ghast or ender dragon. If Santa Claus lived here, he might be upset with her for coming. But... Once more, she knocked. 
and then she heard a noise far down at the other end of the hall. Someone was coming. Then suddenly the latch went click, and the door stood wide open. And who do you suppose was there? Santa Claus? No, a little boy with blue eyes and red cheeks. Then the girl said, Good morning. Does Santa Claus live here? And the little boy said, Yes, come in, come in. I am Santa Claus's son. He took her by the hand and said, I am very happy to see you. Then they walked down the long hallway, doors on one side and doors on the other, until they came to the last door on the left-hand side. On this door, Santa Claus's little boy knocked, and a great booming voice said, Come in. He opened the door and walked in, and who do you suppose was there? Santa Claus? Yes, there was Santa Claus himself, a great, big, jolly man, sitting by the fire with a long white beard, blue eyes, and the merriest, cheeriest face you ever saw. Then Santa Claus's son said, Father, here is a little girl who has come to see you. Santa Claus looked down over his spectacles and said, Well, how are you? I am mighty glad to see you. Yes, yes, I know her. I have been to her house many times and filled up her stocking. How are Jack and Louise and Catherine? Over on the other side of the fireplace sat Mrs. Santa Claus. She had the cheeriest and warmest face you ever saw, with white hair and gold-rimmed spectacles. She was sitting by the fire reading. She got up and put her arms around the girl and gave her a great big kiss on the cheek. Then Santa's son and the girl sat down in front of the fire and talked together. After a time, Santa Claus's little boy said to the girl, Would you like to see the rest of the building and see what we have in the different rooms? This building has a thousand rooms. And the little girl said, Woo-wee! And Santa Claus's son said, Yes, and something different in every room. Then they went into a large room. And what do you suppose was in there? Nothing but doll babies. Some had long dresses and some had short. Some with brown eyes and some with blue. Then into another room they went and it was full of toys. Lightsabers and puzzles. Another room was full of glorious books. Another room was a candy kitchen where Santa Claus made candy. Another room was a workshop where Santa Claus made wooden toys for the children. And yet another room was full of computer screens where they made all kinds of apps. 
Then they went into a long, large room, the largest of them all. And in this room were a great many tables. On these tables were a mixture of clothes and toys. The girl wanted to know what they did with so many different things. And Santa Claus's son said, we take these to people who are in need. We hope that all the children of the world feel some joy. And so they went through all the rooms of the great building, except one, which was upstairs in the corner. What was in this room? No one would tell the little girl, nor would they take her into the room. And the little girl wondered what was in the room. The girl stayed at Santa Claus's house for several days, and she had a splendid time. Some days the two friends would slide down the hill on a sled. Some days they would hitch up the reindeer and go sleighing. Some days they would go into the candy kitchen and help Santa Claus make candy, or into the workshop and help him make toys. But one day Santa Claus came to the little girl and said, I am going away today for a little while. Mrs. Claus and my son are going with me. Now, he said, you can come with us or you can stay here and look after our house while we are gone. The girl thought to herself how Santa Claus had been so good to her and said she would stay and keep house while Santa Claus was away. Then Santa Claus gave her a great bunch of keys and said, Now you can go into all the rooms and play, but you must not go into that room upstairs in the corner. The girl said, All right. And with that, Santa Claus, his wife and son, went down the steps, got into the sleigh, wrapped themselves up in furs, waved, and away they went. The girl stood and watched them until they disappeared behind the snow hills. Then she turned and went back into the house. She felt like a grown-up in that great house all by herself. From room to room she went. She went into the game room and played video games. She then went into the candy kitchen and ate some of the candy. She went into the workshop and worked on some toys, then into the library and read some of the books, then into the room with all the computers and coded a game, then into the living room and banged on the piano. But after a while, the girl was tired, and she said, I wish Santa Claus would hurry and come back. She was lonely, and so she thought she would go up on the housetop and look out to see if she could see Santa Claus coming home. Up the steps she went. When she reached the top, there was another flight. Up these she went, and still another flight. Up, up she went, 
until it seemed she had gone a thousand steps. But finally, she came out on top. The girl stood there with her hand on the railing and looked out. But all she could see were the snowfields, white and shiny. Santa Claus was not in sight. She could see the track over the snow that the sleigh had made, but that was all. Then down the steps she came, and it just happened that she came by the room that Santa Claus told her she must not go into. As she passed, she stopped in front of the red door and said to herself, Hmm, I wonder what they have in that room and why they did not want me to go in. She took hold of the knob and gave it a turn, but the door was locked. Then she shut one eye and peeped through the keyhole, but she could see nothing. It was all dark. Then she put her mouth at the keyhole and blew through it, but she could hear nothing. Then she put her nose there and smelled, but she could smell nothing. I wonder what they have in the room, she said. I believe I will see, just for fun, which one of these keys will fit in the lock. The girl had in her hand the great bunch of keys. She tried one key, and that would not fit. Then she tried another, and another, and another, and kept on until she came to the last key. Now, she said to herself, if this key does not fit, I am leaving. She tried it, and it was the only key on the bunch that would fit. Now, she said, I shall not go into the room, but I will just turn the key and see if it will unlock the lock. It may fit in the lock and then not unlock the lock. She turned the key slowly and the latch went click, click, and the door flew wide open. What do you suppose was in the room? It was very, very bright. It was so bright, the girl could see nothing. She had her hand on the door, and it seemed to be shaking her, and she could hear a warm and friendly voice. The voice said, wake up, wake up. She opened her eyes, and where do you suppose the girl was? At home, in bed. It was Christmas morning, and her father was standing over her in his favorite red shirt. The sun was shining across her bed. She went to the living room, and there all the stockings were hanging full. The girl had been to see Santa Claus, but she went by that wonderful way, often called Dreamland. And that's the end of our story. Good night. Sleep tight.